It's certainly a blessing to see everyone out here tonight, and I hope that what I have to say this evening is edifying, but most importantly, pleasing in the sight of God. I have titled the lesson of the evening, Guidance, and to begin this evening, I would like to read the portion of Scripture that brought about this lesson. Acts chapter 8, verses 25 through 35. Acts chapter 8, verses 25 through 35. And this is a rather lengthy reading, so please bear with me. Acts chapter 8, beginning in verse 25, and it reads, And they, when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and setting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near, and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him, and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip, that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And I will stop the reading here. Now, many of us are very familiar with this event of the Ethiopian eunuch, and I've heard it talked about in many lessons. And in fact, we know that the rest of, or as the story goes, this eunuch comes to a body of water after Philip has teached him, and he says, see, here is water. Now what doth hindereth me to be baptized? And we know that this man was baptized. But one thing that I have never taken the time to consider or study is what is said in verses 30 and 31. So turning back to verses 30 and 31, beginning in verse 30, and it reads, And Philip ran thither to him, and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. So tonight, I want to talk about guidance, and I want to ask and answer three questions concerning guidance. Who needs guidance? Why do we need guidance? And then lastly, where should we find it? Where should we find the guidance that we need? So first this evening, let's answer the question, who needs guidance? Who needs to be instructed? And who needs to be taught? The first group or the first thing that may come to your mind is children, which is correct. Children do need to be taught. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 15. Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 15. And it reads, foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 15. Proverbs chapter 29 and verse 15, and it reads, The rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. So the scripture is very clear about the instruction of children, and everyone knows that their children needs to be taught. In fact, that's why many send them off to schools, or they school them themselves. However, brethren, what happens after someone is no longer a child anymore? Do they still need guidance? 
Do they still need to be instructed? What about the people who have quote-unquote made it in society? Do they still need guidance? Well, let's turn back to Acts, and we'll start reading again in Acts chapter 26, and we'll read 26 and 27. Acts chapter 26, and it reads, And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority, under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who had the charge of all her treasure, and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. So the Ethiopian eunuch in Acts was a powerful man. He served directly under the queen of a powerful nation, and he had charge of all of her treasure. So this means that he was the guy in the kingdom that made stuff happen. And he knew that he had to be smart and educated too, because no rich ruler lets a fool handle their money. And most people, when they met this man, they probably thought that he had it all figured out and that there was nothing that this guy could not do. Because after all, he was a servant that had made his way all the way up to be second only to the queen in his kingdom. Yet, what do we see this powerful man say? Verses 30 and 31, And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Everyone needs guidance, brethren, from the smallest babe and youngest child to the strongest and smartest men. We cannot know what we have not learned or what we have not been taught. And the Ethiopian eunuch was wise enough to recognize that for what he could not understand, he needed guidance. So next, why do we need guidance? Why even ask for guidance? Why should I ask for help when I do not understand something? And you know, some people might just say, you know, I think I can figure it out on my own. But that way of thinking is foolish. Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 15. Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 15. And it reads, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. Only fools trust solely in themselves and in their paths. Only fools do not listen to others or want help when they do not understand something. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 26. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse 26. And it reads, He that trusteth in his own heart is a fool, but whoso walketh wisely, he shall be delivered. Now what happens to people like this? What happens to fools? To those who live without regard for the truth? To those who do not understand and do not want guidance? Well, we know that they, they will be destroyed. Proverbs chapter 1 verses 29 through 33. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 29 through 33. And this is wisdom here speaking, beginning in verse 29. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. So we know that a physical and spiritual death or destruction awaits those who do not want guidance. Because they hate knowledge, because they do not fear God, they cannot see the truth, and they will be unprepared come the day of destruction. And as the scripture says, they will not know at what they stumble. So in other words, they won't know what hit them, because they never wanted to know in the first place what could or would hit them. 
They never wanted any guidance. However, if we accept guidance, then we can be in safety. And we see this stated many times in Scripture, Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 14. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse 14, and it reads, Where no counsel is, the people fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 22. Proverbs chapter 15 and verse 22, and it reads, Without counsel, purposes, or plans are disappointed. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 6. Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 6, and it reads, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. So we see in the scripture that it is a good thing to accept guidance. And we as individuals cannot see everything, we cannot hear everything, or consider everything. So we must be willing to allow ourselves to be guided because we cannot understand everything. We must allow ourselves to be guided through what we cannot understand. So we all need guidance because we alone cannot figure everything out. Just as the Ethiopian eunuch could not figure out the prophecy of Jesus in the scripture, we too cannot figure out everything in life by ourselves. And if we try to do that, then we will not find the truth. So lastly this evening, where should we find our guidance? What should we allow to guide us? Ultimately, ultimately, brethren, there should only be one thing that guides us. Psalm, the 31st Psalm, verses 1 through 6. The 31st Psalm, verses 1 through 6, beginning in verse 1, and it reads, In thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock, for an house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me. For thou art my strength. Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. I have hated them that regard lying vanities, but I trust in the Lord. God and his word should be our guide. And there is great power in his word. The 119th Psalm, verses 98 through 105. The 119th Psalm, verses 98 through 105, beginning in verse 98. And it reads, Thou, through thy commandments, hast made me wiser than mine enemies, for they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients, because I keep thy precepts. I have refrained my feet from every evil way, that I might keep thy word. I have not departed from thy judgments, for thou hast taught me how sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yea, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. The word of God is strong, brethren, because it is the truth. The righteousness of God leads to strength, and the laws of God lead to wisdom and understanding. There is no greater guide, no greater lamp that we could ask for. And all of the other guides in the world cannot compare because they are blind and feeble. Matthew chapter 15, verses 12 through 14. Matthew chapter 15, verses 12 through 14. Beginning in verse 12, and it reads, Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended after they heard this saying? 
But he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father hath not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone. They be blind, leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall into the ditch. All other guides besides God and his word, which is the truth, and we can verify it as such, are blind. They will lead us astray, and they will lead us to destruction. Now, that does not mean that others cannot guide us with God's word. After all, the Ethiopian eunuch was guided by Philip with the word of God. Acts chapter 8, verses 31 through 35. Acts chapter 8, verses 31 through 35, beginning in verse 31, and it reads, And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this, He was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or of some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. We cannot figure everything out, brethren. And sometimes we need to ask for help from others so we can be guided by the word of God. However, let's not be confused. The main guide, the thing that we will follow, must always be God's word. So when we look for guidance, we need to make sure that the guide is God and his word, that we are guided by the truth. And let's also not be ashamed to ask for help if we need it in understanding the word of God. And before concluding the lesson of the evening, I would like to read the 48th Psalm, verses 9 through 14, the 48th Psalm, verses 9 through 14, beginning in verse 9, and it reads, We have thought of thy loving kindness, O God, in the midst of thy temple. According to thy name, O God, so is thy praise unto the ends of the earth. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of thy judgment. Walk about Zion and go, and go round about her, Tell the towers thereof, mark ye well her bulwarks, consider her palaces, that ye may tell it to the generation following. For this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide, even unto death. God is our guide our whole lives. We as Christians are guided through his word, the truth, and just as the Ethiopian eunuch needed to be guided, so do we. Just as the Ethiopian eunuch accepted godly guidance, so should we as well. This evening we have not studied baptism, but if you desire to be baptized or if you desire the prayers of the congregation, we ask that you come forward, have a seat on the front pew as we stand and sing the song that has been selected.